Good morning. Merry Christmas to you all. Such a joy to celebrate our Savior today. We'll be in Luke chapter 2, if you want to turn there, verse 21. Have you ever bought what you thought was just the perfect gift? Or you, maybe you received the perfect gift. Like when I'm looking for a gift for someone, I'm looking for something that harmonizes with their tastes, something they like, something they need, uh, making it personal. And often I would not know what I was getting for my siblings, let's say growing up. And I just walk through the shops, just see the thing that's just like, oh, they would love this or this would be perfect for them. It's like if you're gifting someone clothes, you want to make sure it's their favorite color or um, a style that they would like. Uh, if you're making a special treat for someone to eat, it would be food that they're not allergic to. It would be something they want to eat, right? If you know they like snickerdoodles, well, that's what you make it. That's what you make. So uh, hopefully you've had that opportunity to receive or to give a gift that someone didn't even ask for, but it was timely, it was useful, and it was treasured. Um, some people have favorite animals. I had a friend who was very much enamored with moose for whatever reason. If it had a moose on it, he, he liked it. So whenever I saw a moose, I just thought of my friend. Wow, he really likes moose. Um, and I think music as well. When we see, so we see the gift harmonizing with the one receiving it. And we also hear it in music where there are people playing instruments. People are singing along. Uh, a modern full-size orchestra is about a hundred people all being led by one conductor. And wh what I read is half the orchestra are stringed instruments like violins, violas, cellos, and bass. And the violins are split into two groups. You have the first uh, violin and second violin. The first plays the melody and the second a lower harmony. And they're playing different instruments, all these different people, but they're all making one song together. And this is true about the Bible because all the 66 books of the Bible, they harmonize together. They tell the same story of God revealing himself to mankind, his love, Jesus coming to earth, being the savior. And today we celebrate him coming to earth as a baby, that he's God made flesh, the savior of the world. He gives eternal life. And he is the greatest gift ever given because he has met our need. He is our desire. We find all satisfaction in him. And we will know him and be with him forever. And uh, he's created us. He loves us. And he calls us to himself. So our passage, it picks up after Jesus was born in Bethlehem. And uh, let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you for Jesus coming to earth. And thank you that um, you are with us even now. We thank you that. You are never far because you will never leave or forsake us that we can cry out to you at all times, whether we're in hospital or whether we're feeling well, that you have our good in mind, that you uh, are generous with your goodness and your love, that you do not withhold any good thing from us. And so we thank you, Lord, that we are blessed in you and that we, we are yours in Jesus name. Amen. So Luke two verse 21, our passage picks up after Jesus was born in Bethlehem to Mary. It says, and when eight days were completed for the circumcision of the child, his name was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. 
Now, when the days of her purification, according to the law of Moses were completed, they brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every male who opens a womb shall be called holy to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. The angel Gabriel had appeared to Mary who was a virgin. He revealed that she would conceive by the Holy spirit. She would bear a son who would be the son of God who would save his people from their sins uh, and have an everlasting kingdom. And so Joseph took Mary to be his wife. And during a Roman census went to Bethlehem where Jesus was born and eight days after he was born, he was circumcised according to the law of Moses. And then uh, verse 22 says when days of Mary's purification were fulfilled. So that was seven days plus another 33 days. So 40 days After Jesus was born, they went to Jerusalem. And this is talked about in Leviticus 12 and Numbers 18. So they went to Jerusalem for two reasons. They went to pay the redemption price for Jesus. So any male that was born, you would appear after your purification and give five shekels. And then Mary would give an offering for her atonement and purification. Now in Leviticus 12, it says that you needed to bring a lamb for the burnt offering and a young pigeon or dove, but notice that that she brought two doves or two young pigeons. So the law made a provision for people who weren't wealthy enough to afford a lamb. It says this in Leviticus 12, eight, and if she is not able to bring a lamb, then she may bring two turtle doves or two young pigeons. One is a burnt offering and the other is a sin offering. So the priest shall make atonement for her and she will be clean. So they followed the law. And this means that Jesus was not raised in a wealthy family that could afford a lamb. Pretty cool that he is the lamb of God without blemish presented before the Lord who would redeem Israel. Um, But we are so blessed to receive all that God gives us even when it isn't as much as what others have, or maybe not what we asked for, but God gives us more than we asked for in giving us a savior and giving us forgiveness and drawing near to us and more than we've ever imagined, or we could buy, you can't buy eternal life. You can't buy forgiveness or freedom from sin. And this is something that all boys, girls, and grownups can appreciate and celebrate that we have Jesus and he has us. Picking up in verse 25, something cool happens. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. So Jesus is being brought uh, into the temple by Joseph and Mary. And there's this man named Simeon there. It's assumed by many he was old, but the Bible never says he was old. It just describes him as being just and devout. And he's waiting expectantly for the consolation of Israel. It says the Holy Spirit was upon him. Now, consolation in the New King James, you'll see it's capitalized. So it's pointing to Jesus being our consolation. But uh, consolation means that which comforts, refreshes, and encourages. Have you guys ever heard of a consolation prize? Okay. So a consolation prize is like you didn't come first. You may have come last, but you get a prize to take away the sting of losing. 
Okay. So it's like you get a consolation prize and he's waiting for the consolation of Israel. They were an oppressed people. They were a hurting people. The Romans had occupied them and they were waiting for consolation. They wanted refreshment and encouragement and hope. And Simeon was looking for that. He was looking to the Lord. And so they, like all of us today, we really need comfort. We need consolation. And God, God had told Simeon, you are not going to die until you see the Messiah, the Christ. I promised to send who would save people from their sins. And so Simeon, he, he read the law. He probably read the, the prophets and the Psalms concerning the Messiah. He didn't know when it would happen. He didn't know where it would happen. It was only a matter of time before he saw the Messiah himself. Maybe like if you're thinking, who's going to save us? Who's going to provide consolation? You're thinking a strong warrior or a judge like in days of old Gideon or Samson or someone like that who, who, who's powerful and mighty. But God had another plan. Verse 27. So he came by the spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child, Jesus to do for him, according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace. According to your word, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all peoples, a light to bring revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people, Israel. And Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him. Simeon goes into the temple led by the Holy Spirit. He's there waiting. Joseph and Mary come in with their little baby to present him before the Lord. And even as Simeon's led by the Holy Spirit to go to the temple in the first place, he realizes it's this baby. And he takes Jesus in his arms. And I mean, he was a stranger to them. They didn't know Simeon from anyone. Yeah, stranger. So Mary and Joseph, they were told this child is going to be conceived by the Holy Spirit, the son of God. They hadn't talked to Simeon. They hadn't told him anything. And so they're amazed when he picks up Jesus and says, I'm ready to die in peace because I've seen your salvation. I've held him in my hands. He's a light to bring revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of Israel. This is him. There's nothing else I want to do in my life. I'm just ready to go because the savior has come. That's That's anything he ever wanted to do in life. It was complete right then. And isn't it amazing that God would come to earth as a little baby who needed to be fed, washed, dressed, carried. Many people looked for the Messiah's coming and the Holy spirit helped Simeon recognize who he was Jesus and his words agree perfectly with what is written in Isaiah eleven ten. It says in that day, there shall be a root of Jesse who shall stand as a banner to the people for the Gentiles shall seek him and his resting place shall be glorious. Jesus has a lot of names. God has many names in the Bible. The son of David, the son of God. He's the one the Gentiles will seek. Now a Gentile is a non-Jew like me. So he's the one we seek. Jesus, he was laid in a manger when he was born, but his resting place is glorious in heaven forever. And he also rests in the heart of everyone who makes room for him through faith in Christ. Also, it says in Isaiah 52, 10, the Lord has made bare his holy arm in the eyes of all the nations and all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. 
So the Lord is our light and salvation. Everyone will see him. As Paul said to King Agrippa um, of Jesus coming, this thing was not done in a corner. When he was crucified, he died on the cross, was buried and rose from the dead. The whole world has seen him. The whole world has heard of him. Even people who do not celebrate Christmas have heard of Christmas and we have Christmas because of Jesus. And we're proclaiming him right now. So we get to fulfill what God has spoken in his word, that his name is still being spoken. He is still being trusted and followed. He is still transforming and changing lives by his grace. And so we can remember and rejoice in our savior who supplies our comfort, our help, the consolation we need. It's in Christ. Verse 36. Now there was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was of great age and had lived with a husband seven years from her virginity. And this woman was a widow of about 84 years who did not depart from the temple, but served God with fastings and prayers night and day and coming in at that instant, she gave thanks to the Lord and spoke of him to all who looked for redemption in Jerusalem. So Simeon, he has held Jesus. He has uh, really prophesied over him. And now the scene shifts to Anna, who's an elderly lady. She's a prophetess of the tribe of Asher, about 84 years old. After being married as a virgin, she was married to her husband for seven years until he passed away. She was widowed and never remarried. She loved God. She was faithful to him. It says she was always in the temple courts, fasting and praying. It's like if you, she was just a fixture. You would always see Anna there. And the description of her is really a woman who devoted her life to God. She was seeking God. She was sacrificing herself for the Lord. And so Simeon's holding Jesus aloft. He is speaking over him. And right then Anna comes in at the same time. And she harmonized perfectly with Simeon. She thanked God. She spoke of Jesus to all who looked for redemption in Israel. Now redemption, that means to ransom in the movies. When someone has taken a kidnap someone and they say, Oh, if you want them back, you have to pay a ransom. You have to pay so much money. Well, Jesus is the ransom because of our sin. Our sin required a price. So judgment could be satisfied. And Jesus was the one who would redeem us through his shed blood that we could be redeemed. We, we weren't kidnapped by sin. We've chosen to sin. We've rebelled against God. We're without hope on our own, but by his grace, he has made a way of forgiveness and salvation through faith in him, our Lord and savior. So Joseph and Mary, they're astonished by what angel Gabriel said by Simeon and Anna and how they just were saying the same thing in agreement with God's word. This little baby Jesus who was born, who brings glad tidings for all people, whether Jew or Gentile, young or old. For all who trust in Jesus, he is our consolation. He is our salvation. He is our redemption. He brings comfort. He's truly the greatest gift ever given. And unlike gifts that can be forgotten, there's gifts that you've received. You don't even remember you were given. It could have been just last year or 10 years ago. Like what? That was mine. Forgot about that. They can be lost. They wear out. They're only good for one person, right? If I get you a shirt, it's just for you. You can't share it with other people. Or, or maybe it's a game that five people could play at one time and all enjoy. 
but limited amount of use. But the gift Jesus has offered us in giving us himself, it's for all people for all time. We can all receive that salvation, that comfort, that consolation, that redemption through him. And may our lives harmonize with Simeon and Anna who joyfully proclaim to everyone by our lives and by our lips, how good Jesus is and how he has helped us, how he is saving us, how he encouraged us and how he's redeemed us forever to God. Let's pray. Lord, we praise and thank you. You are awesome. You're awesome in sending us Christ and Lord, forgive us that we haven't always looked for your lives or our stuff or thinking that there's, there could be satisfaction in this life apart from you. But thank you that in coming to earth as a child and growing to be a man, that Jesus has drawn us to yourself, that you have made a way of salvation and redemption reconciling us to God when we were dead in sins and now being born again, Lord, we are just so grateful. So, so happy to be found in you, to know you and to follow you. And may our lives um, agree with Jesus. May we follow you with great joy because of who you are and all you've done. And it's in Jesus name we pray. Amen.